I'm Jennifer Gonzalez from the Cult of Pedagogy podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready, because the learning begins in three, two, one... Welcome to Shooks and Gif. This is Season 3, Episode 8. In this episode, we talk about online math manipulatives, typing games, tips for design, lessons for effective Google searches, and an add-on to create GIFs from slide decks. GIFs from slide decks. Liar. Nope. No such add-on because there's no such thing as a GIF. GIFs from a slide deck. I hate you. I'm pressing stop. I hate you. Hey you. Welcome to Shooks and Gif, the podcast where we share EdTech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool, podcast, tip, or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kim. Jen, do you wear Velcro shoes? Um, I guess at some point in my life, I, I did. Do I, you wear Velcro shoes? No, I don't. I think they're a ripoff. <laughs> Thank you, Neil Patrick Harris. Thank you, Neil Patrick Harris. I saw that one on Mom's Bleeding. How are you? I'm good. I see you're wearing pants. <laughs> I think that might need a bit more explanation. Would you? Do you want me to tell the story? So a couple of weeks ago, oh no, last God. week, last week, I had to last go week. to Kim's house to drop something off in the evening. Um, and I went and she said, okay, just, just ping me because I, I'll have to put a pair of pants on. Like she was upstairs getting ready for bed. It was, it was late. It was yeah. like yeah. nine and 10 yeah. at night and you'd already gone up and the, the kids were in bed. <laughs> and I, I said, you didn't think I was serious. Well, yeah. I can tell by your reaction. I think I said something along the lines of, oh, don't worry. I've seen you without pants on before. Like when we've shared yeah. rooms at hotels, getting yeah. ready for whatever. So she comes to the, so she pings me. And I, and it was just, there was just a lot going on and I kept forgetting to check my phone and all of a sudden I check my phone and she's, I'm here. I'm like, oh crap, I'm coming. And even, and I spelt it wrong. Did you notice that? Oh, I did actually. <laughs> did I? I don't know. I anyway, it doesn't C-O-M-E-I-N-G. I'm oh, like, crap. I don't need to correct it. It's too long. I'm out of time. So I run downstairs and I open the door. And she kind of is hiding behind the door and I'm like, okay, it's, it's cold. Like it's, She's like, know. I'm coming in. <laughs> yeah. I said, I'm going to come in because I want to talk to you. So we, instead of just doing a quick exchange and I walk in and she's standing there, she's got like a long sweatshirt on. And no pants. Not even that long, to be honest. It was a t-shirt and it was like, it was like, like, I couldn't even pull it down. Anyways. It was funny. So then when we were talking about recording, we were supposed to record earlier this week and and it didn't happen for, well, because of job action here in Ontario. And I said to her, okay, why don't you come over Sunday morning? Because my kids are out and my kids are at Hebrew school. So we can, we can do this. She said, okay. And then I wrote back dot, dot, dot pants optional, (laughs) but then she wore pants. So there goes that. (laughs) One thing we'll never do because usually we'll like turn this into a joke and do some sort of like presentation. I don't think we'll ever show up with no pants on. I don't think we will like put on dresses. That's fine. We're like bald. Unless we do a a poolside PD somewhere. If we go, we do that lazy like if you're late, what's it called? Like yeah. Li- uh, something work, for the uh, lazy. Wicked workflows, for the la- tips and tricks for the lazy, lazy is the and one that I've We wear pajamas, but yeah. we could just wear half of our pajamas. We could. That might attract some attention. That might. So. Get a big ever, crowd. Do you ever see, or not a big crowd, a <laughs> couple of middle-aged ladies and their underpants? Pass. 
<laughs> oh, anyway, oh, man, should bad. we should we actually okay, yeah, talk about this. why we're here? Okay. You want to go first? Sure. Go ahead. Um, earlier, uh, not this week, last week, maybe a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. Patrick Manson, who is an incredible digital literacy consultant, but he's just had to go back to the classroom. Um, so he's just yeah. left the team. He was covering a leave. He was covering a leave. Welcome uh, back, Joss. Yes, welcome back, Joss. We're so happy you're back. She's coming back on Monday. I know. I saw that. Um, oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, you might know her. Our colleague, uh, Jocelyn Kerbin, uh, was on a medical leave and she has beaten cancer. Yes. So we are super excited. She's coming back to work on Monday. Yes. Um, so anyways, Patrick was asking me for some math resources and I shared a couple with him and he thought they were great. And I thought, you know what, this is just definitely worth a share on the show. If you visit mathlearningcenter.org, you will come up with a whole bunch of free math apps and they, they can be used on iOS for the iPad as well as a web app. So online and on the iPad. I don't think it, I don't think it's Android. Um, but they have all sorts of math apps on fractions, GeoBoard, vocabulary cards, a math clock. Ooh, a math clock. Yeah, the clock is awesome for our kids in grade two who are oh doing our so clocks. So Sam has been begging me, Mommy, teach me analog, teach me analog. So I printed out this. Um, yep. I totally forgot there's a math clock on here. That's why when I went into it, I fell in love. So funny enough, Kim and I both had this on. We on like on in our notes. Yeah. I put it. She goes, "This is the same thing." I heard about it through the BIST Wired crew. I get their daily emails just of updates, and the one this week was math uh, manipulatives. <laughs> I think it was because of TCEA people. Someone had shared it there, and it went a little bit viral. I, I kind of saw it all over Twitter. Okay. So, so I've known about this one for years. I just you know how you know about something for years, and someone's like, you know what? You should share that. That's really good. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to use this math clock because I printed out this really colorful uh, analog clock for Sam, mm-hmm. but I've been taking pens and pretending yeah. like this is the shorthand and this is the longhand and spinning yeah. it so that I'm going to use this with him. It's totally great. Yeah. It also has money pieces, number frames, number lines, number pieces, number rack, patterning, shapes. So it's it's got a whole lot in there. It's got lesson plans. Just use the apps and it's all free. So it's a it's a plentiful resource. So that's the Math Learning Center, which is mathlearningcenter.org. Very, very cool. Now, you used to use another one too, you said. I did. But it's gone paid. Yeah, the National Library of Virtual Manipulatives. I used mm. to use it a lot with my kids. It had it had so many um, online activities that you could do as extensions or games in math just to extend the learning. But when I went to it, I was going to share it, but when I went to it, it seems that it's no longer supported. You need Java in order to run them. And Chrome can't run Java anymore, apparently, and Safari, it has to be all these older versions. So I can't access it, and now the app is paid. So I have to look into it again to see if there's a free version of it somewhere, but unfortunately, I can't share that one anymore, but check out the Math Learning Center. At least we have an alternative. Yeah. It's always crummy when you uh, have something you love that goes paid, but, but at least there's something else. Yes. Okay. I am going to share something that we almost shared last episode. Yes. But then we saved it because you were saving something similar that yes. you're going to follow I up. I will follow up. Go ahead. Okay. So I was walking through the learning commons and I saw kids gaming, which depending on the day, I sort of let them because I think there's something for, you know, the decompressing. Although I hate the first player shooter games, like when they come in and play Call of Duty, but that's another conversation. <laughs> and one day these kids were in the side room and they were freaking out. And I said, like, what are you guys doing? You need to keep it down. And they're like, we're doing Type Racer. I said, what are you talking about? And if you go to Type Racer, it is a website at play.typeracer.com. 
And you can enter a typing race, practice on your own, or create a private race where you race your friends and you send them the link. And I thought, oh my gosh, I want to play this. Are so I sat race? down. No, I'm not racing you. Why? Maybe you'll beat me and then I'll have to get In you what my... alternate universe am <laughs> I beating you? Kim is by far the fastest typer I've ever seen. I have been slowing down. Mark, I was typing in something last night and he's like, what's your problem? Why can't you get this word right? So, so maybe... you're only at like 167 <laughs> words a minute now? I'm, I don't know. So anyway, I want Kim to go in and actually do this live. But no, what they did was they said, okay, race your friends. So they opened a race and then they created a Google Doc and put the link in there. And as people came in, they just shared the doc with people awesome. so they could get in. And I raced them and I came a proud fifth once. <laughs> and these kids were kicking my butt left, right, and center. Were they actually touch typing or were they? I, I, don't, I don't know whether they were doing it properly I or really fingers. I really hope they weren't doing this because that totally goes against everything I'm trying to teach my kids. I, I agree. Anyway, I, I'm not the greatest typer. I can type without looking, but I'm quite slow. There's a long story, and if you ever meet me in real life, ask me to tell you the story about my grade 10 typing teacher. That's it. I'll just leave it there. We don't need to go into it here. Okay. And I, I, I blame him, although I shouldn't. I could have learned to type. But now I, I look at the keys, and, and with any typing thing, uh, program like this you know that you have to type it right. So for me, I type, 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 and then I go back and I fix my errors. Yeah. Or we or call sweeper. it the sweeper. I'm the sweeper. When, or you're the sweeper. Yeah, when Kim and I do something together, you just type, and if there's typos, someone comes and sweeps up all the mistakes so does the right click on the squiggly red lines. It's a great way to do it. And you you realize you don't need to worry about typing everything perfectly because someone's going to. Because sometimes your ideas, especially like in my brain. It's like Zamboni behind you. Yeah, yeah, that's a good <laughs> Canadian reference, the Zamboni. The Zamboni. I love it. Okay, so Kim, I would like you to go into that first link enter a typing race this is a lot of pressure and I want you to enter a race and see so someone has 205 words per minute like that's insane that's ridiculous that's gotta, does that talk about accuracy as well as speed or just I don't know could they be typing gibberish? five minutes ago someone had 157 okay so what I do you have, think you're at do you know I'm not at that I'm at like without looking a solid 36 okay <laughs> no, I'm, I'm taking I'm, off the watch oh oh Maybe I'll take a picture of you while you do this so no, we can, we can oh, see no, the pressure. And I, I we'll just put it on. We'll put it on. No, as you go. It's oh, going to be as man. you go. So what happens is this you get pressure. into a race and it will give you a, uh, a passage to type. I'm convinced this is to... It's got you the quotation marks and question marks. and I know. It has everything because I'm convinced that what this is, is it's making you type out ebooks for them. <laughs> Do you know how they do that? Have you ever no. seen that? Yeah, for a long time, the caption codes, they were saying you were typing things to go into AI so that they would learn. I don't I don't know the whole thing. I could be lying. Maybe it's a wives' tale. Are you serious? But I think with this, it could be. Because like some of them, I read one and I got excited because it was a book I'd read. I'm like, oh, I've read this book. And the kids are like, I don't care, miss, keep typing. Um, so you have a little car. And as you type, your little car moves along the race. And it shows you the words per minute. And these are other long. people in the Those world? Those would be other people. Or are they fake people? I, I think there are other people in the world. Maybe they're fake, but right now you're at zero. So, go, oh, sorry, right, you're out of time. time. <laughs> That's okay. I was talking. So, okay. Kim is going to now. Do I refresh? I, I don't know. Race again. Race again. Kim's going to race. Here we go. Oh, I see the green light. When do I start? When, when it turns green. Ready, set. See the countdown? Yeah. Go. chicken dinner that's it's not a, fast congratulations seven no that's not as fast as i thought you would you're gonna 
We have to ask everyone who gets over, were you cheaters? That's not a cheater. Well, they're asking because maybe some people have programs. I don't know, but okay, you tell so them. Okay, so wait, where, where do I, where is it saying this? You just typed 107. Oh. We asked everyone to get over one to take a short typing test. This is done to discourage cheaters. If you pass this test, you will not be asked to take it again until your speed improves by 20, by another 25%. I was, that was pretty fast. That was very fast. And I had zero mistakes. You had zero mistakes. Do the test. What is this? Type this text. It's okay oh, to skip so letters you don't understand. It looks like a CAPTCHA code. It has so like a line through it. she sat on with closed eyes. Comma. And half believed, believed herself, herself in, a, in a dreamy sort of mixed flavor. Mixed, you spell wrong. Tart. Tart. Custard. Pineapple. Ah. Oh. Roast turkey toffee. You did mixed. You had it wrong. So slow. Sorry, you failed the <laughs> typing test. <laughs> oh, through a oh dagger in the heart, Shooks. There's oh your man. Oh, oh, now, now she's mad. She's retaking the test. High five, Sheeks. How dare they? That was a solid high five. She like gave it. It was like a movie high five. Unacceptable. Okay. Congratulations. You are now able to type 101 words in it. But that's still awesome. That's awesome. 107. I honestly types 205 words per minute. That's double the speed of what I did. Cheaters. Cheaters. Right. They never prosper. Well, but they win the racing contest. <laughs> they do. They do. So I wonder, did you make it on? Oh, you're not on the leaderboard though, Shook. So I don't agree with that. 137. I'm confident, I'm confident in my ribbon that you brought home for me from Indy. <laughs> <laughs> I type faster than you. Yeah, it is. It is true. She does. She does type faster than most everyone I know, except for these liars. Apparently these robots. Whatever you're saying, Wilbur. And hey, look, I did get first place. I in belong this race. to you and grotesque Vinny. 138 words a minute. My. <laughs> fat but <laughs> okay so that's mine it's type racer i think it's great for students to practice typing i think it's a fun game uh for them to play because kids like to play games to decompress mm. and it actually teaches them a skill other than shooting their friends on call of duty well along the same lines i was going to share without knowing that you were doing this i found one with lisa's uh speed typing online so let's redirect. Everything is redirected these days. Um, I find it out of Google Sites, it often does. Okay, so this one is basically just a test to see how fast you can type. Oh, and it's a quick, quick brown, brown fox. But there are also, if you click on typing games, you can type the alphabet, fast fire typer. So it's just uh, just similar to yours. Cool. It was typing tests. And you can see how fast you can go. The reason I don't like this one is because there's no space in between the end of Lazy Dogs and the next time it starts again. Oh. But if you come down here, you can change the, um, the text that you're typing to song lyrics. Oh, neat. You can change it to... Um, Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming around. There you go. 
Uh, random facts. Your stomach produces a new layer of mucus every two weeks. That's disgusting. So, so that it doesn't, doesn't digest itself. itself. Um, all right, yeah, so those are just two speed typing sites that you can go to with your students to help them brush up on their touch typing skills. Love it. Okay, so I have a bunch of itty bitties. Maybe I have one. Okay, I'll do a couple and then you can do some. Did okay. you know? And this could be one of those how didn't I know things. Okay. You know at the top of Google Chrome? Yes. Where they have the three dots, the red, the yellow, and the green. If you touch the green. I did not know this. Yeah. Okay, good. When you <laughs> touch. Holy Hold on. Let me do it. <laughs> Who knew? I think it's new. It must be new. Uh, you don't even have to hold it down. You just have to hover. Yeah. So here's what happens. If you go up to the green and hover over top of it or long hold it, all of a sudden now. Oh, I need to maximize. Normally, that's the button you would press to maximize. But if you hover now, it has a little like pop down that says, do you want to enter full screen? Put the tile window to the left or right. So it makes split screening really easy. So I'm thinking back to, and this is, we use, um, tab resize. Thank you. I'm, I'm stammering. We you use tab resize, which now. does tabs. But if you have two different programs you want to put side by side, so Chrome and then right. let's say Camtasia because yeah. you're making a, a video or you want uh, one Chrome and another user profile Chrome, for example, this is now there. Hover over top of the green, split your screen. That hasn't been there. That has to be a recent update. I guess so. What are the odds that our cursor has never accidentally sat on that spot? It, it's not even like it's there for a long time. It's half a second and it's popping up. It's got to be an update. Cool, right? That's a nice one. I know. I like it. Okay. Itty bitty number two. The rest of my, my shares come from Classy Creations. Okay. So we remember when I took Classy Graphics uh, last spring, I think it was. Yeah. And I fell in love with it. I think it's the best course ever. Tony Vincent has... Well, it's the second best course ever. <laughs> my own course hasn't launched yet, so we'll, we'll say, yeah. <laughs> By the way, my, my course is going. We've gone global. I know. That's incredible. So Tangent. I, yeah, tangent. Go. So if you listen to the last episode, you'll know that I am launching a, or will have launched if you're listening later, a how to learn to sketch note course. And today it I starts... Sketch. Yeah. Today, hashtag today I sketch no Ted. Oh, today I sketch noted. At the capital ED at the end. And I put it out there and I have, I think almost 40 people have registered now, which is great because I was like, if it gets too big, it might be unmanageable. But I still have two weeks, so who knows? Um, and I was looking at who was coming in and I started seeing like, oh, this is really cool. There's someone, the first one was like, I saw someone from Singapore and then I noticed someone from Iceland because I was just looking at the names and, and sort of reconciling if they've paid versus just registered to send them a receipt and to send them the, the registration code. So I thought I'm going to make a Google map out of this. So I went into my maps and very easily I just downloaded the, the, spreadsheet. the spreadsheet as a CSV and I said, import all the locations here yes. and it popped up and the map that came up was incredible. I'm, I'm on, I think, I, I so there's certainly One, people from two, North America, three, Central America, Europe, sure. and Asia. Four. Yeah, four continents. So I don't have South America yet, and I don't have Africa. Come on, Africa. Come but, on, South America. Well, and then Trevor McKenzie wrote me and said he was in South Africa, and he told someone and that she's thinking of registering, well, so I might go. get it. So, yeah, it's really exciting. So anyway, back to Classy Creations. Yes. Tony Vincent, who's amazing, um, is has put out this course. And I'm learning a lot. A, a lot of the, it's not the same sort of curve of learning as last time I'm finding. So I'm, I'm still learning a lot, but it's not, 
it's different. It's a lot more little, little tips. And it was, I can use the stuff that I learned in his last course in this one. Mm -hmm. So for example, yesterday, actually, I'm going to show you, I created a logo, which I've been wanting to do for a while for my library learning commons. Did you create that? I created that. Do you like it? Yeah. So it's our school colors. It has a Vikings hat because we're the Raiders. And then I originally, I liked shapes. I wanted a square, a triangle and another, um, and it was sort of like a, around like a D yeah. shape and I thought oh this doesn't really encompass what I want um, to do so I turned it into a book and a monitor and I'll put a link to it and so this is now what I'm using and I have a monochromatic too just black and white so I might get it on a t-shirt or something like that but I, I digress <laughs> as usual tangent <laughs> okay so the ones that I have here is did you know if you are in a google slide presentation. Normally, if I wanted to copy a shape, for example, I would go in and let's say I want this computer monitor icon. I would click either command C and to copy and command V to paste, right? right? So I command, there it is. Or I could do, you know, the right click and copy, right click, paste. I could also Duplicate. do the D and there it is. But did you know if on your Mac, and I'll tell you the PC one in a minute, you just hold option and drag, oops, right, click it, option, and drag it, it comes out. I did not know that. Option, drag. And then and, duplicated it? And it duplicated it. So again, I'll, I'll show you with the Viking hat. Option, drag it out, option, drag it out, option, drag it out. And what? No, yep, as many times as you want. Just hold down option, and it keeps going. Wow. Cool, right? On a PC, it's a control left click. Okay. And I want to thank Don Yerkes Jr., who we've talked about before yes. on the show, yes. because he is the one who shared it. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to throw my itty-bitty in right here because it fits perfectly. So why don't you duplicate a bunch of those again using your new little trick. Okay, so she's duplicating a whole bunch of them. So over last weekend, I was in Minnesota and I was with George uh, Barsenis again, who I adore. We do it. And he, he has this incredible Google Drawings workshop that I always hear people raving about and I've never actually been able to watch it, but I managed to catch the last 15 minutes of it. And oh my God, it's such a great workshop, but here's a quick itty bitty that he showed me. So you know how in a slide you have layers, right? So you, you, things are pasted on top and on top and on top. And yeah. to sh change the order of something, you would right click order and either send to back I think, I or think send back. I think I have this on my list to share. Yeah, yeah I really? think. Okay. So, he had a great analogy for what the difference between send back and send backward means or send forward and send to the front. So if you are sending something to the back, it's like you're taking the front line of students and sending them right to the back row. If you are sending something backward, you're taking that front row of students and you're sending them back one row at a time. Yeah. Okay, so we can do that by right clicking and selecting those options under order or you can press command yep. and use your up and back, your top and bottom arrows. And if you press command and then down, it starts to move it backward a layer at a time. Yeah, like one row at a time. One row at a time. Yeah, that's not what I was going to share. But yeah, I use that all the time. I did, you know not, use I did not know that shortcut. Do you know that if you use shift command up or down, it will bring it, it'll go to the back. backwards or forwards, or like to the back or to the excuse me, to the front? That that yeah. that one, now I know because of this one. Correct. So if you just press command, you can just quickly start moving things backward one row at a time or one layer at a time. And if you do command up, and I imagine on a PC it would be control then. 
I'm, I just, I'm just guessing. Well. Yeah. But I thought that was such a neat little quick tip to shift things forward and backward. I totally agree. I use that all the time. So the one I'm going to share builds on that one. No way. It's like we planned it. So then what happens is you have it sort of behind things. Right. And you might have, let's say, a circle that has a transparent fill. So you just get the outline. Yeah. But if I try to click here, I get, you get just the circle. the circle. Right. I can't get the hat because it's behind. Yes. So what I used to do was I would move it, click it, do what I had to do, and then move the circle back. Right. You don't have to do that. If you just click tab, it goes to every single oh, item. that's right. On the page. So you just keep clicking tab until you get that Viking hat behind the transparent circle. Fix it how you want, and then you don't have to worry about rejigging things and making sure it's lined up properly. Tab gets you from one item to another. And you know what? I knew that, but I never realized there was a good application for it. That's it. That's some really great tricks on how to use layers in Google. You got some graphic design going on. We here. do. So my last design tip. Again, I have an image in another image, let's say. So I still have this Viking hat in a circle. The way I have it is too small. So if I wanted to resize it, traditionally I would click it, drag one of the corners, and then recenter it, correct? Mm -hmm. If I don't want to do that though, there's another one and I, sorry, I have forgotten the PC version of this, but I'm going to do shift option on a Mac and then grab one of the corners. It stays where it is. And it keeps it, where it, it keeps it centered, but it will increase or decrease the size of that item. That's nice. I loved that one. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Itty bitties. That's a good one. Shift, shift option. Shift option. That's a nice one. That one, I, I really like that one, actually. Yeah, there's I, I have a lot of times that I would use something like that. That's a good one. Okay, that's it. That's my itty bitties. Okay, I have, speaking of itty bitties, just I have to find the person who did it. But somebody tweeted out a few days ago um, that they learned something. And, and then someone replied and said, yeah, I think I just I learned it about is. it online. It was an itty bitty shooky gifty. Yeah, it was. I, was, I, I was so happy. It's like, oh my gosh, that caught on. <laughs> it did. It only took three seasons. That was funny. I don't remember who did it, but to whoever did, I'm sure you'll find it. Thank you. Um, okay, I have another one. I'm not going to talk about it for very long, but I don't consider it an itty bitty because you can you could spend a lot of time there. Okay. I found this resource called Google Search Education Lesson Bank. Oh, okay. We were looking for lesson plans on search techniques. So we want to teach kids how to properly search or effectively search. And I was going all over the place looking for things. And finally, I happened upon this Google search education page. And on it, it has, first of all, all these different search challenges. So these are all lesson plans, beginner, intermediate and advanced. Shut the front door. Yeah. About all these different search topics. So you have picking the right search terms, understanding search results, narrowing a search to get the best results, searching for evidence for research tasks, and it goes on and on. Um, and then there's three levels of them. Now I'm gonna be honest, the beginners are probably still good for intermediate students. Okay. Like they're, they get really complex there, but I like that they're differentiated so you can, you can work with the level of readiness where your students are or your staff for that matter. So there's a whole plethora of lessons here that you can work from. And then right beside it is the a Google a day challenge. I love so Google a day. Google a day, if you don't know what it is, is this online challenge. It's just a search challenge. It's a race to see how, how fast you can find the answer to a question that they pose. Now the questions are often 
American-centric because it is an American product. Mm. But just so keep that in mind, if you visit this page, Google Search Education, and then you click over to a Google a day, these are a collection of Google a day questions based on different topics of so culture, yeah. geography, history, and science. And each one is a challenge that comes with a slide deck. So if you try... Kim, you have completely changed the way that I'm going to run a lesson that I do in my learning comments. Oh, yay! So I do a how to search Google because sometimes we have students come in and we have databases and they're great if they're doing yeah. really deep research. Yeah. But there's a couple times they just need to make a poster or just do like some surface level and the kids just go and we know what happens. They, they Google dancing cats and the first thing that comes up, that's what they talk yeah. about. And I say, you know, that's great, but it may not be the best one. Or sometimes they search and they're like, I'm not getting exactly what I want. So I show them some Boolean search terms yep. to do. But this is, and I always find it's me talking at them. So this is fantastic hands-on. So just to give you an example, um, who wrote this in the New York Times? Playing with a net really does improve the game. So you can click view challenge and it will take you to a prepared slide deck that you can then use to facilitate this with your students. So it's not really in depth, it's very short, it's like seven slides, but Tiny. it's nice because it's, you know, it's packaged for you, you can change it, you can make a copy and change it if you want. And then it gives you a little bit of prompt. So how do you search for think a about quotation? How do you search for a quotation, it gives you the answer, and then it gives you tips for how to search for it, and then a little bit of background if you wanted to discuss it further. So you could even take this, make your own copy, and yeah, add and then extra add slides. to it. Yeah, but it's, it was just a really nice, tool to have. How did you find this? Honestly, I was searching online for, you know how sometimes you've had those challenges where it says, okay, I want you to search for this. Now I want you to tweak your search terms, do it this way. Now do it this way. And you see how the search results yeah, numbers dwindle down. That's what down. I do. So I was looking for examples of that and I came, I just came This is incredible. This. But there's more. Teacher librarians, take note. There's something called live trainings and they have all of these webinars and resources that you can use that you can follow through and watch somebody do a lesson. Wow. So I so haven't I haven't gone yeah. through a ton of these. They're like beyond the first five. Marketing, creative commons, yeah. Yeah. Google Maps, assessing authority. Yeah. Holy cow, yeah. this is a gold mine. So I, I really like, I'm glad you're happy. Okay, good. I love so it. So just so you know, when you go to the homepage, if you have all of those pieces, you have lesson plans and activities, power searching, and in the power searching, you have uh, courses that you can take, self-paced courses that you can take. I love it. And I'm even here. thinking for this in, in secondary, in our GLE classes, our learning strategies classes, this would be a great yeah. unit to go through with students. So there, there is a lot in here that you can dig through. So I've linked to it in the show notes, Google's Search Education Lesson Bank. I love it. Thanks. Okay. I have two more, but I'm only going to share one. I'm going to um, keep, one. keep one for next week because I, I feel that we've gone long, but that might be because we keep pausing and looking things up <laughs> and chatting. By the way, Kim edits that out. Thank you, Kim. Kim does a great job of editing. When I listen back, I'm like, wow, we sound good. And I was like, great, because Kim took all the nonsense out that we had. So thanks, Shooks. I appreciate the time you put into it. You're welcome. Okay, so I I don't know that we've talked about, we think we've talked about it before. I, I'm pretty sure we have, but we can't find it. So if we haven't, I just want to really briefly touch on tall tweets. Yeah. Back to Classy Creations, someone created a logo. Uh, it was uh, a circle, like a blue outline of a circle. Um, so just the outline. And then inside they had this like rainbow dotted line. It was like an arrow. So there was like the arrowhead at one point and then a blue globe inside. Really, really pretty logo. Her name is Nancy Watson. 
And I said, this is a really beautiful design. And when I was sitting with my son and we were looking, he was watching parts of the course with me. I said, isn't that pretty? He said, yeah. I said, you know, he said, you know what would be cool if that arrow actually spun around the globe as you went, could you do that? And I said, well, yeah. So I, I said, remember doing stop motion animation with Google Slides? And he's done that before with me. He actually presented with me yeah. once um, at a district conference. And I said, I said, I could do that. He goes, oh yeah. So this morning, Nancy wrote back and he goes, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, can you ask your son how I would do that? So I prepared a little video, which I will share in the notes. And I showed how to do stop motion animation. The problem is with stop motion animation, it then just goes to a website and you just see the website. So Tall Tweets does the same sort of idea. Uh, Tall Tweets now though actually has a Google Slides add-on. I don't know if you knew mm -hmm. that, called Creator Studio. So if you get the Creator Studio add-on for Google Slides, when you open it, it does a little sidebar and in the sidebar, it says, okay, what do you want uh, the uh, resolution to be? So you can choose your pixels. And then it says uh, how what's interval in seconds. So you can go as, as fast as 0.1 seconds. And then you can choose to export it as an animated GIF, an image sequence, uh, MP4 file, or if you buy the premium, I don't know how much that costs a video with audio. So this is a free way to be able to create animated GIFs. And this is what I showed her. I said, okay, so I went around and I actually, you know, manipulated everything, threw it into this. And sure enough, then we got the uh, the rainbow arrow spinning around using Creative Studio, which is was created by the Tall Tweets people. You can still do a traditional Tall Tweets by going to talltweets.com, but this allows you to not even leave the application. And is there a maximum number of slides that you can work with? Je ne sais pas. I know I was up close to 80. So, because sometimes when you do a stop motion animation movie with your students, they can be upwards of like 800 slides. Yes. So I'm curious to know if this will work. And I feel like there's been another add-on that I've tested this with. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was this one. Could be. Um, and it worked. It just took some time to process. Oh, yeah. But, it, it, but, it, but it's a great way. People are always asking me at the end of my uh, stop motion animation session, this is mm -hmm. great, but how can I export it if I don't just want to publish it? How can I, how can I do more with it? Yes. And, and this is a great way to publish something or finish it, assuming it will take that number of slides. So that's something I'd have to play with. Yeah. If you wanted another one and you're willing to pay a little bit of money, it's not too expensive, but it has a lot of different functionality beyond that is you could always get Snagit mm -hmm. by TechSmith. And it is a screen recorder and screen snapshot maker that you can annotate. If you're doing any kind of instruction about your screens, it's definitely, I think, worth the money. And I forget how much it is, but it's not crazy, crazy expensive mm -hmm. to buy the license for it. That's it. Tall tweets, creator studio. What about short tweets? I feel, I feel left out. It is a little bit discriminatory. I feel, I feel. What about average tweets? <laughs> average tweets. For me. Average tweets. That, that's really catchy. <laughs> I feel like that's half my Twitter feed. <laughs> On that note, I think that's it. Okay. We'll see you next week. See ya. Well, not next week. Two, two weeks. weeks. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at shooksandgif.com. That's S-H-U-K-E-S-A-N-D-G-I-F-F.com. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. On our website, on the embedded Flipgrid, or by tweeting at us, sending us an email, or talking to us in real life. I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an aha, give it a go.
Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiceed.ca. Test, 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 test. Hi, I see you're wearing pants. <laughs> this is season three. Nope. Ep- Friggin' crap. <laughs> I got, no, I got, I got, I got.